Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just stop and take a couple seconds and let the Lord draw us to Him, draw our focus and attention. Remember, He is in you and with you and around you, and He is behind you and He goes before you. He is supporting you under you, and he is protecting you from above. He is there for you. Not just those in ministry or that have a special gift, for every single one of us. You are his purpose. He's not looking for someone to do something through. He's already selected you to reveal himself to, to draw, to be in a relationship with. So, Lord, right now, just sharpen our senses. You know if there's any blockages, we just ask that you remove them and do whatever is necessary to make yourself known and real objectively. That we don't need to wonder. That we can have the confidence that we are hearing you clearly and that your presence is Your personal presence is with us at all times. I also exercise authority, the inherent authority of being a spirit being, a son of God, my authority over any obstruction, interference, any any obstruction any any interference that is desires to interfere with what God is doing in our lives or I come against right now anything in the air in the ground in time lord so many things are being stirred up lord Teach us quickly what we need to learn, Lord. We want to be ready. Lord, we know that what you're going to have come in our lives is going to come and that you will have us ready. But we not only want to be ready, we want to enjoy the process. We don't want to just scrape by. 
We want to be with you enjoying what you're doing. Or we know that from your vantage point, everything you're doing is bringing you glory and honor and joy. And that if we could just see things from your perspective, we too would be enjoying the process, enjoying what you're doing. Not just participating, but seeing the whole thing, the past, the present, the future, your goals being met, your people being freed, your planet being healed and restored, all creation being returned to your original design. So, Lord, do what it takes to bring us to unity, spirit, soul, and body, so that we can join you in what you're doing with full knowledge and understanding. We don't want to be ignorant, or we don't want to be ignorant of the enemy, and we don't want to be ignorant of what you're doing. Expand our thoughts, our ideas, our imagination to be open to what it is you're saying and what it is you have in store for us. Don't let us limit ourselves. Lord, we want everything you have for us. Don't let us resist to where we miss you, Lord. You know we need healing, Lord. You know that we all believe lies. So we ask that you give the healing we need and also the truth. Don't let us stumble over what we believe or what we are afraid others will think, Lord. And let us learn from every mistake and stumble and wound that we experience. We trust you, Lord, and we ask that you teach us to trust you more. We're, we're up for it, Lord, because you have revealed yourself to us, and we are focused on you and you alone. We understand that every circumstance we're in, whatever marriage, whatever family, whatever job, whatever career, whatever crisis we're in, it has one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to bring us into union, spirit, soul, and body, so that we can receive and share, give what the eternal life is that we've already received in our spirit. We just want to know you. Lord, don't let us settle for anything less than everything you have for us. And Lord, for those that are dealing with especially physical issues right now, Lord, just ask that you would touch them in their head and in their <clears throat> their neck, their shoulders, their breathing, or just, just touch them right now, even as we speak. And, Lord, take away the fear of stepping out. 
however you want to do it. It's going to be a unique on a case-by-case basis. But the fear of committing to you 100%, of putting aside those things that you used to believe, you used to hold on to. Now he's saying, no, come away, my beloved, and be loved. To be loved by God is worth everything you think is giving you security now. You can't protect yourself. Only God can, and he already has. If God can't do it, there's nothing, no doctrine, no covering, no fivefold ministry, no church body, no community, no spouse or family, parent, nobody can protect you and keep you safe. Only God can. Now, sometimes he uses people, but it's only him. And what are we afraid of? How do we get overcome these fears? We experience the thing that we fear. And God does that in amazing ways. If there are areas in your life where you have a fear that is interfering, or any fear, Lord, I just ask that you deal with that fear. If it is an area where you want someone to step out and overcome that fear by learning to work in the author- walk in the authority they already have, encourage them in that. If it's a fear from the lie of the devil, speak your truth. Lord, if it's a fear of this from this world, the fear of man, the fear of making a mistake, the fear of losing out, losing time, losing money, the what ifs. Lord, speak truth. Teach us to plan, to strategize, to be objective about who you are. to rule and reign over this world system, to rule and reign over the devil, and to rule and reign over our temperament, the way our mind, our will, and our emotions work. Lord, we don't even have to understand what it is you're doing. We just say yes. Yes, Lord, whatever you want to do. And we're so afraid of making a mistake. Oh, it really wasn't God. So if I say yes, I'm giving one of our enemies, even the, even the devil, permission. Don't worry about it. God is not tricking you. Even if you think that's what you're doing, or even if it is what you are doing, God will restore you. You don't have to worry about making a mistake. When you're riding a bike, you're going to scrape your knee a few times. But then you learn how to ride your bike. That's all we're talking about. It's not that complicated. 
oh, what if somebody else gets hurt? What if I make a mistake? What if I become, you know, it does make a huge effect on my life. You're not that powerful. God's got it all under control, and he's not all, okay, wait a minute, everything depends on this person making the right decision at this right time. Otherwise, if they don't do the exact right thing, all of creation is going to fall apart. You know, I don't think he's worried about that. I don't think he's worried at all. I think, again, he is having a great time. And he wants us to join him and have a great time. There's so much conflict and controversy going on, and and it's absolutely true. And our problem is we are going through it. And God wants to bring us above it. This will come with time. As you spend time with him, he will quicken your senses so you see not only what's going on in the supernatural realm, but the spirit as well. All these crises going on in your life, they're, they're nothing to him. And don't try to interpret them. Don't try to interpret that, oh, well, if I was in the center of God's will, this wouldn't have happened. Or if that other person was in the center of God's will, it wouldn't have happened. Or this would be easier. Or I wouldn't have made this decision. You're exactly where you need to be right now. And then we're coming into this weird concept of redemption. Redeeming the time. Redeeming our relationships. Redeeming truth. What is redeeming? We buy it back. There's a price to be paid. There is effort to enter into quietness. And your soul isn't going to like it. Your soul is so used to doing things its own way. But when you start thinking, I'm willing to pay the price. I I don't want to be just in kindergarten. I just I don't, I don't want to just squeak through high school. I want to be an excellent student. And I'm going to go after my PhD in God. Now, it's it's not easy. It's simple. But it's not easy. Because, again, you do have enemies, the world system and the devil. But then the big problem is your flesh, my flesh, our fake self. Our fake self is so good at being us, we think it is us. We think that if we give up, on the mask, on being a certain way. We don't even know 
what we're really like. We don't even know what God really made us to be. Now, he gave us a soul, each one of us, and I don't know whether it's just for our time here on this earth or before or after whatever. We don't know. And and even in the scriptures, we there's very little explained about the different eons and times and what happened before and what happens next. So let's just focus on now and get the most out of it the most of him. This is what he set aside for us, is to know him. So let's spend as absolute much time and energy and effort and peace and quietness and calmness and confidence in knowing him and exploit this opportunity called life to know him as best we can. Now, some have plenty of time and and opportunity, and the circumstances are wonderfully aligned where they have plenty of opportunity to know God. Then there's others that seemingly have no time to spend with God. Let me just tell you, if you have five minutes a day, and that's the five minutes you give God, he counts that as 24-7. I think that's what that parable of the widow's might refers to. That the widow's might didn't have much time, but what she had, she gave. All she had was a little bit. All you may have is a little bit, but if you give it to him, it will he will expand it and explode it in your life. And then don't be surprised if he starts showing up in ways, in in times in in with his presence, even waking you up in the middle of the night even while you're driving, even through your own kids or your family or whatever it is that's Filling your time. Give him the time you have. And even challenge him. Lord, this is all the time I've got. Is it enough? And let him answer you. Let him talk to you about absolutely everything. Now, odds are he's going to start putting his finger on areas where you've made choices about how you spend your time. That when when he starts comparing and puts his finger, you may find, you know, you've got more time than you thought even to the point of having the TV on while you're doing laundry, your drive time, your time sitting in traffic 
while you shower and brush your teeth. As he starts expanding his rulership in your life, and your soul, your soul may again is likely to to struggle with this because your soul doesn't want to give up. Your fake self doesn't want to give up. But who you truly are has already said yes to God. You're not going to get out of this one way or another. It's either going to be in this lifetime or whatever comes next. And I'm not saying it's, you know, anybody's coming back to this existence, but we don't know what's next. And again, this this brings us back to God's personal presence and how he meets our needs himself by being here, by being with us. It's like we're sponges and he's water. Where we come in contact with him, we soak him up. His presence, his personal presence provides perspective. The more we know God, the more we see things from his perspective. Now, his perspective is grace. And this is one of those areas where, especially our theology, our doctrine, what we believe, or sometimes even what we feel, can really interfere with our being able to accept God's truth. What's fun, though, is the more we know him and taste and see and experience who he is, over time what we, what beliefs and doctrines we thought were so crucial to our faith, when he touches them and says, that's not actually how it works. We're able to just say, oh, okay, well, how does it work? And and we learn, and he changes us. And our self, our fake self, dies a little bit. And our true self, our true soul, becomes joined a little bit more to our spirit. And sometimes that joining, there's a big change, sometimes there's just a little, little, minuscule, tiny change. Rest assured, no matter what, God is changing you. He is doing his work in you, whether you are aware of it or not, because your spirit is cooperating with him. We learn to accept him. We learn to accept ourselves. We learn to accept others unconditionally as we experience his love. Again, what he is, is love. How that 
appears to us and how we experience it is he gives it. It's not what he does for us. It's not about doctrine or belief. It's about relationship. It's about being with him. Now, the side effects are healing and wholeness and encouragement and strength and blessing and honor and glory and patience and guidance, direction. Those are all side effects of knowing him. Those are like the sprinkles on the cake, not the cake itself. We gain appreciation for his way of doing things. You know, we're all, God made us all different. Each one of us is different and unique. But we have things in common. We all look out for ourselves. Even those who consider themselves generous and always looking out for others, they do that because it makes them feel good or because that's the way their nature is. That's the way God made them. But it's for them. It's not for the other person. It may come easy, so that's how they do it, or because they like the feeling it gives them. We're all selfish. It's okay. God made us that way. We don't have to change it. God will do that. The only cure for that is to be engulfed in him. And the only way we can make it there is for him to do the changing. Though we may not understand our present circumstances, as we gain his perspective, we can at least enter into that rest. It's so hard. He doesn't need our help. What he asks us to do is not to help him It's to change us, to help us learn to exercise the authority we have. You have authority. You are a spirit being that has the same authority that God does. Now, thankfully, he keeps us from, he keeps us blinded. So we're not destroying the earth on a regular basis. But he wants us to be able to learn how to live as a spirit being. That's it. We don't, the people he's put in our lives, the circumstances, the desires, our own temperament. They are to bring us to oneness with him. 
by his revealing himself in each one of these circumstances. He does all the work. So what do we do? Again, time and attention. We give him our time. We give him our attention. But you know what? We really value those. So that's where the hard work does come in. Again, it's not that complicated, but it's not easy. But the more time we spend with him, the more we desire him. He pulls us. He calls us. When he makes himself known to us, he draws us. Knowing him births that desire, thirst, to know him more. We become more and more willing to deal with everything that obstructs us from entering into that dependent relationship. Again, any desire you have to know him comes from him. We know that he does not tease us. If you have a desire to know him, he is waiting to meet that desire, to be known by you. He says, come. He's knocking on the door. Open the door and be with him. Let him be the God. He knows what you need. He wants to give it to you. So we'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, you can drop me a line at diane at therainersclub.org or use the contact form. Until then, have a great evening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.